Okay, it is just before Shabbat. It is, um, hey Tishrei, right? Put a line there, hey Tishrei, Tush, Pag. Um, starting with the third story, the Maisimichiger. Want to get in just a little bit of uh, learning before Shabbos comes in. Um, <clears throat> goes like this, Maise Mechiger, story of the cripple. Maise Bechach Machad, there's a story about one wise man that Kodem Mosa, before he died, Karad Banav Mishpachtoi, he called in his whole family, his sons and his family, Vitziva Otam Lahashkos Ilanos. And he commanded them to water trees. Um, and Ilan, if I'm not mistaken, is the uh, T or the description for a fruit tree specifically. I could be wrong. You have permission. You also have permission to, to do other parnasas, other ways of making money. However, in this, you must strive, work, <clears throat> to water trees. Um, and this, of course, this connects to the end of the story, because the end of the story, there's, there's a whole battle over a tree. Um, but we know that what is the tree? Tree is the Eitz Chaim, right? The Eitz of life. There's the Eitz Chaim, the Eitz Das Tovara, right? The whole, the whole shebang, the whole story starts with trees, right? We're about to get back to Shabbos, Parshas Bereshis in a few weeks. We're going to read about fruit trees, the importance of fruit trees. They're central to our service here in this world. And one of the main things that, that they do is they, in order to plant a tree, you have to, it, it, it creates um, investment in the place you're in, right? Um, planting a fruit tree is making plans for the future, <clears throat> is helping, helping the future, helping your children, right? And this is, of course, a metaphor for also for creating students, right? creating a settled world. Right. Lashkos Ilanois Avalbazetis Jalashkos Perna Ilanos Acher Kach Niftar Hechacham. Afterwards, the Chacham passed on. Binich Banim, and he had sons left over. Vailo Benachad Shaloe Cholelech, and he had one son who could not walk or could not move. Vailamod, he could stand. Rak Shaloe Cholelech, he just couldn't move. Vayu Echav Nunimlo Sipuk de Parnasasoi, and his brothers would give him. Uh, enough that he could, you know, live. They gave him a stipend. And they gave him so much money that he had extra. He had oidafit, he had profit from, you know, they gave him more money than he needed to spend in a month. And then the son, the one that couldn't walk, he was mekabetz al yidei ze al yidei mima shenishalo miparnasaso al shekibetz sach mesuyam. So he saved this money up from the money that was left over from his brothers, and he had a certain amount of money saved up. V'yishevat to me, he says to himself, "Lamadli lekabel haspakamehem. Why should I receive uh, sustenance from them?" Tov shatchila sot eza masaman. It's good. I should make some business. I should get in business. V'av sheenu yecholelech, even though he couldn't walk. Right, so he decided right. He asked himself, right. He got his own 
right? There's the whole idea of like asking a rav, asking a tzaddik, asking a friend. No, ya'atz ba'adata. He asks himself. Ya'atz <laughs> ba'adata. He asks his brain. Hey brain, what's a good idea? <coughs> and the idea he came with was Liskorlo agala v'ne'eman uval agala He got a, a wagon and, a, and like a business advisor and a wagon driver. And he drove with them to Leipzig. And there he could do business even though he could not walk. Okay, going on for a second. I have to go back and explain. And when they heard, when his family heard this story, it was a good idea. And they said, That's a good idea. Why are we giving all this money? He should have a job. And so then they lent him more money in order that he should, he should uh, direct his business. And he did it. He rented the, the wagon and the, the business advisor and the wagon driver. And he went to a kretschme, which translate parentheses says malone. He went to a hotel. And the business advisor <laughs> says they should stay there for the night. He didn't want. And they, 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 they uh, bequeath, be, besought him. They besought him. They, they implored. He was stubborn. He was stubborn. So they wanted him to stop, and he was stubborn and did not listen to them. He forced them, and they traveled on, and they got lost in the forest, and they got uh, robbed by robbers. Okay, so what's going on here? We are looking at the dynamics of a codependent family, as I see it. So first of all, I want to say, right, the story is called Maisemi Chiger. Chiger means a cripple. Inside the story, he says that there was a benachad, he couldn't go, he couldn't walk, right? Lelechet is to walk. But it, it, he said he couldn't lelech, he could stand up. And how I want to read this is, right, this reminds me of, um, <clears throat> how I want to read this is that he, not that he couldn't move, not that he was had had his legs were paralyzed or anything, but that he just didn't know how to be in the world. Right, he could stand up. Right, he like had a basic, you know, he was physically capable. Right, I think Dafka when it says he could stand up. Is Rubain was saying he can? He has the physical strength in his legs to move. He just doesn't. He's afraid to. He does not know how. He doesn't know where to go. He doesn't know where to begin. Right, um, maybe he's the youngest. Maybe he's the smallest, who knows. But he he just is not expected to um, to move, to be to be involved in the world. Right? So he's getting a stipend from his brothers. He's getting he's getting uh, he's getting stipends. They're paying for him. It doesn't say he's sick, it doesn't say he's incapable of 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 work, right? But he can't go. He's afraid to leave his... He's afraid to get out of bed, right? He's got depression. Just lays in bed and, you know, smokes cigarettes and watches, you know, watches the movie channel or the sci-fi channel all day or something. Watches Twilight Zone reruns. 
So they gave him the money, and then he sees he can save up the money, right? And and on the one hand, when he says lamali the kabahaspakamahema, on the one hand, and he says, why why should I receive you know a stipend from them? On the one hand, he's it's it sounds like he's being enterprise. He's being enterprising, right? I have all this money left over that I don't need for my family. So I can go do business. But on the other hand, it sounds like he's <clears throat> sort of like he's gotten this money from his family. And and then he's he's like, oh, I'm I'm independent. Right? Like he's it, I'm not hearing any kind of um, acknowledgement that this money he's gotten has come from his family. Um, I don't know. So he goes to do business, and even though he couldn't walk, he asked himself, right, and this is part of not being able to move, right, this is part of the idea that he can't walk, because when he wants advice, it doesn't say he speaks to, to a friend, to a local businessman, to, to one of the brothers that's giving him the money, to anyone, to a rav. He asks himself, Ya'atz bedato, and that's, that's, I'll speak for myself, and say, when I can't move, when I feel afraid and stuck and don't want to get out of bed. It's usually because I'm yoetz bedati. It's usually I'm asking my brain, hey brain, am I still, <laughs> am I still a bum? And brain says, yeah, you're still a bum. Oh, okay, so then I'll stay in bed. So he's, so the idea that he can't walk is because he's asking himself, can I stay? Can, no, can I walk? No, 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 no. Stay where you are. It's safer here. Right? So he gets the idea, whatever. He's going to get a wagon, this and that. He, He's going to make business there, even though he can't walk, right? It's like, he's got these two ideas, these two competing ideas in his head. One is that he can't walk, and the other is that it's time he, he got in the world and did business, right? So we're going to see that he, he ends up overcoming this fear he has that he can't walk, this inability to walk, this inability to move, this inability to advance himself. But it, it, it comes, it's in his mind, he's got this paradigm that what I'm... I'm a nebuch, I'm a victim, I'll never be rich, I'll never be good at anything but sitting in the house and, you know, whittling and watching Twilight Zone episodes, right? But on the other hand, he wants to learn to be a part of the world. So when his family hears this, it sounds like a good idea, because they say, why should we give him money? It's good that he should have a parnasa. But right after they say, why should we give him money, it says they loaned him odmaut, more money. In order that he should, well, sheyuchalin hog hamase matan. Let's say it's singular, right? <clears throat> and this is one of the reasons why it feels to me codependent. Because uh, first of all, you have the one who's just receiving, right? He's the one he's designated as the victim, so the whole family can have rachmanus on him and feel like better about themselves. And then, even when he's trying to be independent, he's trying to say, hey, look, I want to stand on my own two feet. I want, to, I want to do my own business. I want to be a man. I want to be an adult. I want to participate. I don't want to just receive all the time. That's not mature to receive all the time. Right? And they say, yeah, that's good. But what's the first thing they do? Is they lend him more money. Right? Don't forget. Right, you want to be, you want to be a, a, you want to be free. You want to be a big man. You want to be an adult, but don't forget who put you there. Right. Right, because money has strings attached. What are you going to do? 
So then he rents the Agala and the Neman, right? The word for business advisor, I'm translating a business advisor, Neman, which literally means uh, trustworthy, faithful. And they go to the inn, and then it says, Va'amar ha-ne'eman she'elinusham. Go, the faithful one, says they should rest there. Ba'loratza, he didn't want. Right? So we see, this is what it means that he's ya'at beda'ato. Right? He's asking his own brain. He doesn't want to listen to anyone else. He doesn't know how to listen to anyone else. Right? He's been, this is his first foray into, into the world, right? Up until this point, he's seen himself as a cripple, someone who can't walk. Someone who needs to receive money from his family uh, all the time. So he's just asking himself what to do, right? And now that he actually has someone, he's hired someone who's supposed to tell him what to do, an advisor, he doesn't want to listen, right? Because that's, that's a sign of immaturity. When you have someone who you know is an advisor, you know someone is an authority, especially someone you hire to do that job, and you won't listen to them, well, then why even hire them in the first place? What are you doing, right? So this is this is a, a dysfunctional young man. He's got good intentions, but uh, despite the silver spoon in his mouth, he doesn't really know how to how to be in the world. So as I found, <clears throat> when one opens himself up to to Hashem's chesed and to Hashem's direction, the midot, the things that I don't know how to do in the world, Hashem shows me. How to how to get past them and shows me exactly what I need to do to um, to break these habits if I want, right? It's not easy, and I have to choose to follow Hashem's path, and it's I, the, the end is not clear, right? But um, we'll see. Uh, eventually, maybe we can all walk. And with that, have a wonderful Shabbos.